2: Watching
1: and listening to Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favourite
2: podcasts. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes!
1: The I Die Premier League Prediction Show with Chris, Pratt and regular special guest, ex lister City player, Steve Linex. Like and subscribe now. Right, Chris. All right there. All white right, the back. How are we? Good evening, lad and ladlets. Lad, I'll try that again. Good evening, lad and ladlets. Lad, lad. No, let's just say good evening, fellow Fox fans. How are you doing? Clean my teeth this morning. Can't do a thing with them. Um, get excited. Premier League football's back. The best football is back. I mean, yes, 10-0, but come on. Do you know what I mean? Uh, we we could have given Steve a pair of boots. No respect to got, him. He'd have got more goals than Kane. Uh, mind you, he'd have got more goals than Kane in his heyday, I tell you. Uh, that that uh, tricky winger. And Brad, well, he, he enjoyed it. But then again, like I say, maybe I'm getting old. Maybe I'm just expecting too much. But I can't be doing with these uh, these uh, qualifications get to the finals, I'll get excited. I don't know about you. But anyway, good evening. How the devil are we all here? Like I say, we've got Premier League back at the weekend. Um, good evening here to Doug. How the devil are you, sir? Um, is that working? One of on those nights tonight I can hear me walk. Not going right straight away. It's not going right. that's just not right in the head. Brad, good evening, sir.
0: Howdy, sir. Howdy.
1: How are you? It's been a while. No, no it has. <laughs> How did you get on without
0: me all this time? Oh I I I I I found ways. I I went I went into the quiz. So that, that passed some time. That was fun.
1: And I tell you what, talking of that quiz, I think just um we we that we should we should play this for you for a second. Well,
0: well, well done, Brad. Well, well done, sir. Well done. You won. Yeah, yeah, it was a great game. Um, it was over on uh, Richie's Rich Sports channel. It was against um, Owen. Um, I think it's, I'm going to get slated if I get it wrong, but I think it, it's at Coyle Owen, um, if you know him by that. Instead, it was a great game. I edged it. I thought it was going to go to penalties, and we know what Leicester fans are like with penalties. But I won it in, in in the end. So go check it out because it was there's, a great quiz. There's no,
1: there's no edging in this channel. I'll tell you, it's not allowed. That's uh, that's after midnight.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you will see that I got some. Uh, I get I get a few uh, questions wrong. Right? They were a bit embarrassing, so you get to laugh at me as well. So don't worry. There is enjoyment on there.
1: Good evening, Steve. We always laugh at Brad in quizzes. <laughs> He's finally won one. How the devil are you, sir?
2: I'm fine, thank you very much. Yeah, evening, Steve. Good, Good evening, Brad Roy, mate.
1: Uh, Almighty Blues Ankit, good evening, sir. How are you? Hope you uh, sorted the. I uh, did. I did a I did a, um, uh, a preview. Well, not with Ankit. It was a bit like Michael Jackson and and uh, Paul McCartney when they did Ebony and Ivory. Totally separate continents, and we were doing this interview. But uh, hopefully, you got it sorted, mate. Jeff, good evening, sir. Uh, from the Philippines. How how are you? How's, oh, must be warm over there. What well, that must be. Is it early morning over there yet, or is it still middle of the night? Um, Mike Blue said, I know you do well in all honesty. Uh, I think that's referring to you, Brad. Um, And he says it's on its way. Right, well, I'm just going to slowly try and bring this up ready for the predictions, because everything is running a little bit slow for me. Um... I guess you've missed Premier League football from our conversation, Steve. <laughs> what, what, like me, you weren't a
2: huge fan of the old ten uh, nil? Uh, nah, I cannot stand all these league games to get through to the the big competitions. I think, to be honest, you know, uh, the players moan that they uh, they're tired. So I think it's um, you know throwing all these games and especially where they don't mean anything, so you know, San Marino know whatever it is. So. No, not a big fan at all.
1: Or as um, Simon Jordan called them on Talksport the other day, San Marino. <laughs> he, should, he could he could probably afford to buy them,
2: uh, if, if truth be known. I were was, I was um, there supporters in the crowd? All you could see was the uh, England supporters. I, I don't think they had that many, did they? And they were at home. I don't think they, I don't think they've got enough. Do enough people live there to fill Wembley?
1: I'm not sure. I mean, I'm being a bit unkind here, but, you know, San Marino, Gibraltar, Azerbaijan, don't mention North Macedonia, but apart from that, these teams, they're just just making making the numbers up. And just to say, if you are a fan of North Macedonia, as indeed is Brad, you can see Brad's North Macedonia betting recommendation on our new TikTok channel, which yeah. is LGIDTV.
0: Hey, I said I'd win a tournament. I was just wasn't specific enough on which one. So this is the year. I'm doing a Del Boy. <laughs> That'll be the year.
1: That'll be the year. Jeff, it's 5am. It's your normal time you get up. I'm glad I live in the Philippines. Good God, man. What what are you doing? you got at least another, another two hours in bed there. Come on. But uh, have you got your alarm clock ready, Steve? Yeah. Uh... To... <laughs> I'm not saying that I want to wake up with you in the morning. Don't 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 take me the wrong way. But <laughs> last time Leicester had an early kick off, um, we didn't do very well, did we?
2: No, and I can't see us doing very well this week. Um, I gathered that from your prediction that you sent me through before. The only reason I put that, to be honest, um, I think he's going to set out not for Leicester to win. I think he's going to set out how to stop Chelsea from winning, and mm. I think that's going to take the edge off Leicester because um, the way he picks his formations and the way he does things, he's, he's there to stop Chelsea, not to not to beat Chelsea. That's that's my feeling.
1: I do get that. Do you, Brad? Do you, I mean, that's kind of Brendan, isn't it? In a way,
0: um, it, it's kind of weird. I I'm not going to give anything away, but. You just get this gut feeling, and it's going to sound daft, but it, I feel like this is going to be a game where it will literally either go one or two ways. There's there's no middle ground for me. Um, This is literally either going to be a very, very big result for Leicester, or it's going to be a very, very bad result for Leicester. And I'm just—I'm still thinking right now which way I'm going to go. I haven't even had a look at the fixtures because I wanted to enjoy Premier League football being back that much. Um, so I'm actually just realizing who's playing who. The only one I knew was ours, and if we turn it up, against Arsenal. Yeah, it's not going to go well. I've got that feeling as well. So. Uh, to be fair, your well, next two fixtures—I'm cooling um, a goal for the two
2: teams because I cannot stand Arsenal. <laughs> and, I can't stand, and I cannot stand Tottenham so but,
1: <laughs> uh, sorry Steve I couldn't resist it <laughs>
2: I'll stand by that
1: Oh I, love, oh, I love it. It's going to get regularly played, is that, I'll tell you. And I've, I've sent it to a couple of Arsenal fans. But <laughs> uh, you had a good week. I mean, you know, I said the rumours were that I did bring you in, Steve, because you, you're worse at this than I am. But last week you had a really good week. And uh, you actually, you've overtaken me. You've pushed me into uh, into bottom place. Um, and you got quite a few points there. So you're now only three behind Brad. Um you got the Southampton result right. The Norwich City result right. You see, Brad, when Steve predicts Norwich City, they win.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop it, Steve. Come on, get on with it. Get it right. <laughs> I think it's going to happen again this week.
2: Well,
1: Gosh, we'll we will. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Che- I mean, Chelsea. Where did you get that Chelsea guess from? You
2: know what The Chelsea one.
1: Yeah, you you went for Burnley Chelsea draw, and and it was right. I mean, this is not. Have you been, you know, taken over by aliens or something? <laughs> you know, you're not normally
2: yeah, good. Burnley's <laughs> a hard t- Burnley's a hard team to beat, and I think yes. they play a lot better against the top six clubs. Mm. And um, you know, they did they, they done what they usually do against the top clubs. Yes. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I was I was quite happy with that one.
1: So, Steve, Chelsea. I know, what, I know what way this is going because obviously you do the the other prediction league on the website, LeicesterIDie as well. For so I kind of know where you're going with this. But um, which which way are are
2: you going to um, go for the for the viewers? I'm going to go for a Chelsea win, um, and I'm going to stick by what I said. I don't think Leicester's going to go out and attack Chelsea. I think Blender and is going to set the game up to try and stop Chelsea. And I think mm. that's going to take the edge off Leicester. So, I think that, I think they'll struggle this week.
1: No, I, 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 unfortunately, I, I am very worried. I'm not going to lie about this. Uh, are you worried,
0: Brad? Yeah, of course I'm worried. It's Chelsea. The top of the league, they're over his favourites to win it. Who wouldn't be worried playing Chelsea? Mm. this is the fixture where either Brendan's going to win a few fans over or we're going to see a particular set of fans that every set of clubs has, by the way, this isn't just the Leicester fans, mm. where if it goes wrong and it goes wrong badly, they're going to come out in their droves and we're going to be feeling like Manchester United fans about Ollie. if this goes wrong, to be honest with you. So this is where Brandon, and I think if he gets them players knowing that, and there is behind Brandon's ideas and tactics that he's trying to freshen up Leicester, in a sense, with not being so predictable playing one formation and one dynamic, that I I actually think he will go for this. I think he'll know this game's bigger than people might think. It's not a free swing. We're twelve. I found that out the hard way on the quiz last night, I can tell you that. And mm-hmm. bigger pancake because like, that's who I was stepping in for. That's why he knows about the quiz. Um, but this is made. This this is this is the game now where we're at that point at a turning point where we come up to a very busy schedule. Do we? This is the start now where Leicester have to pull a shock out of it. So I'm backing that. I'm going with my gut and I'm going to go to Leicester win this game.
1: No. Wow. Okay.
0: I'm, I'm sticking to my guns. I've just got this feeling that this is going to be the game where Brendan wins a few people over and we go, all right, Brendan, fair dues. This this, look, this could be the turning point.
1: Well, uh, Doug's gone um, over a 1-1 draw. Jeff said his hopes he's going to be a 2-1 Leicester win. Um, and Ankit, the Chelsea fan, has gone 2-1 to, to Chelsea. Apparently here, Leicester City are unbeaten in their last three Premier League home matches against Chelsea. Um uh, yeah, just at not bridge five. we don't like playing them. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we, we just, just don't, don't
0: like playing them. Right? 1995
1: to uh, 1995, when we were obviously still at Filbert Street. Um, and Leicester striker Jamie Vardy is just two goals away from equaling Ian Wright's Premier League record of 93 goals scored after turning 30. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm sort of torn with this i i i don't i am worried like i say um
0: let me just let me just go and get a cloak on so i can put on my best best darth the darth sidious and just say do it do it
1: (laughs) i can never they can never predict against my own team though that's the thing i i i I do understand where where steve's coming from with this one um We, we need it. It's the early start as well, after the way we turned up against Arsenal. I do hope that the players realise it's a 12.30 kick-off and not, you know, one thirty, and they actually start playing at the right time. But it is a big game. We do tend to do better against the, the, the top six sides. Um I'm going to go for a draw. I've actually gone for a 2-2 draw. Uh, in the prediction league on LeicesterDaily. so I'm going to split it there, and we're going to go one each, and I'm going to go for the draw. So, mm, there we go. Uh, that's uh, that's that's made it nice and fair. Now then, Steve, um, another Steve, Mister Gerard, taking his first game at Aston Villa up against uh, Brad's favourite uh, manager. At Brighton and Hove uh, Do you see a glorious start To his Premier League complaint, campaign For Steven Gerrard?
2: Uh, I do uh, I don't think he's had much time To do what he wants to do With the players at the moment But mm. I think uh, the hype of him coming I think that's going to um, Turn the game Aston Villa's way um, Brighton are on a good run But I think with the hype And the new manager coming in He's not going to be able to change much at the moment until he finds out no. who can do what and how, he can, how they want him to play. But I think purely on the hype of him coming, I think they'll win this one.
1: So You're going to go for a yeah. Villa uh, Villa win. Um, Brad, as I mentioned, talked again yesterday with Julian, we spoke about the England game. We also spoke about Scottish football. It's rubbish, isn't it? Because managers can't wait to leave mid-season. Brendan to us. Um, Stephen Gerrard to Villa you know Rangers and Celtic
0: maybe not that big sorry Doug if you're still watching um, it's, it's, it's always going to be a very bantery debate about Scottish football um, but it's he, he, quite smart I'm actually appreciative more of Stephen Gerrard than I am probably a lot of these ex-players that have gone to it because with the greatest respect, that's the sort of level you need to be starting your career. It's like going to, I don't want to sound harsh, but it's, it's probably like going to low-end championship. I, th- I i honestly think the top two out of that, the obvious two, Rangers and Celtic, could probably manage a scrappy championship season. But it's a good place to start your career. You get to see good players and learn off them in, that, in, in, in the league they're in. I'm not talking necessary quality in terms of general. I'm just talking about the league they're in. You're seeing teams of the highest, you're managing the highest calibre there, let's face it, in Rangers or Celtic. I'm not getting involved in that before people come up in the comments. Not not a chance. Um, I am.
1: Their they're high quality is like championship level. At, uh, yeah, I said that, you've got you've got Norwich, so maybe they would do yeah. OK in that League. well. Yeah.
0: But my my, my my point more stands on the fact that they're seen as royalty in Scottish football, like man's like yeah. like the big club over here is you know is, is we've got an an elite elite. Oh, do, you th-
1: do you think you think he'll do the it. job against Brighton, or do you think uh, Mister Potter will carry on performing the magic?
0: Honestly, it worked. It worked for no lie. Lampard. Don't be honest. Lie to me. <laughs> No, but it worked for Lampard, didn't it? And I know it was Chelsea yeah. he went to, but the effect was probably also, not just because it's Chelsea, but the effect was, oh, that's Frank Lampard. There's players in that Villa squad that would have watched Gerard growing up as a kid or got inspiration from him or seen him play and, and, and respect him. And I just think, to continue the long-time debate, I think Gerard will do it on a longer basis and will be keeping a job on a more permanent basis than Frank Lampard. So we've sold one argument between them because I generally think he's going to get off to a flyer and be Brighton.
1: So you're going to go for a Brighton win, uh, sorry a Villa a Villa win as, as well. Don't um, swear at me about Potter. <laughs> I know you love him. You know, I know you are Graham Potter's love child.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, Graham Potter and Paris made my great couple. In my opinion, <laughs> they've worked well together. Immigrant is a star player, signing.
1: up. yeah, they lost five on the trot. Uh, maybe, maybe that's one of the reasons why, um, uh, he, he went. But as, um, as Doug was saying on his channel, I, I watched a bit of your show the other day, uh, uh, Doug, on your prediction show, and you were saying it's probably just not on those last five games, it's probably. On He hasn't won that many this year, you know, as a whole, back end of last season and the start of this season. Brighton, in the meanwhile, are on a bit of a dip. Um, they have only won... No, they haven't won any of the last five. They've got four draws and a loss. Um, and I am bantering with Scottish fans here because I don't rate Scottish football. Congratulations to them for what they did in, in Europe um, in, the, in the World Cup qualifiers midweek. Well done for them for that. It's just when you've got two big managers in, well, say potentially big managers in one in in Gerrard and, of course, Rodgers leaving mid-season, I just wonder where it leaves Scottish football. But I've got to be totally honest with you, uh, Steve and Brad, I've got this down for a Villa win as well. I can't see. uh, I think that the Gerrard effect is going to really affect this game, and I think um, you will see that new manager bounce, and like you both said, you know, it's Steven Gerrard, it, it, you know, he's got that aura about him, and he did well at Rangers, he stopped Celtic getting the 10 in a row, Steve, you got it right last week with Burnley getting a point at Chelsea, um I was impressed with you. <laughs> I don't know where you where you were pulling them out from last week. Um, no. it, you need to go back in the bathroom. You know that if you don't do well <laughs> this week, the bathroom is your happy place. You know?
2: Yeah, we will be here if you uh, don't do any good this week. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going for Burnley again. Um, I think they're going to be too organised for uh, Crystal Palace. Uh, Palace, I feel, are a side that are in transition. They're trying to pass the ball around. And I think they only play in spasms rather than 90 minutes. And I think Burnley will give them a game for 90 minutes. I think they're more organised and I think they will bully them. Uh, So purely on that basis. And because they got that good result as well, I think it will carry on again this week.
1: Brad, I mean, you've got 10th versus 18th here. Um, Palace won their last two um, but they've not lost in five they beat um the course man City and we beat them two nil it wasn't just a lucky win uh, and of course they beat wolves Burnley drawn lost drawn one drawn what are you gonna go for with this one mate
0: if Burnley win this game then. Everybody except Steve is a complete mug for Bir- for, for Burnley because they lose every year, don't they? They have an awful start and we always change our mind and think this is the year that Sean Dice doesn't st- work and they go down and then they go and get a result and then they start winning games, don't they? It always happens. Like, they fall as every year and we always fall for it, but Steve didn't. He saw them getting a result against Chelsea and I'm going to agree with Steve. I, I think they actually... It's at home. I think Chris Wood has a big impact. Um, Palace are in good form and it will be difficult, but I just think this is going to be one of them games that it's, the momentum is what wins them it more than on the day results, quality-wise. If that was a draw against anybody else, I think it's a different outcome because it's just typical Burnley-esque. Yeah. And it was against Chelsea. Um, Why not? Yeah, yeah Burnley. Panic.
1: Ant says there, players in that Villa squad who never saw Gerard win the league. Did anybody ever see Gerard win the league? I don't think he won the league, did he, Ant? He won the Champions League, (laughs) but he certainly didn't win the Premier League. Uh, Jeff's gone for the one Palace win. Uh, Doug's gone 2-0 Palace. Um, Palace are much better away from home. Uh, And Scott's gone for a draw. It is at home, which is making me... Kind of wonder. Um, I, I just, if, if this had been Burnley of a couple of seasons ago, being at home, having just come off that good result against Chelsea, I would have bat them all the way. But I just think Crystal Palace are just proving me so wrong this season. As I said, I thought they'd be struggling near the bottom, possibly being in the bottom three, just showing I don't know anything about football at all. I'm going to go for the Palace win. I think Palace are going to be too strong for them. And I think um, Patrick Vieira is proving what a good manager he's going to be. Um, maybe maybe even as good as Graham Potter, Brad. Who knows? I
0: know he's ruined his career.
1: Yeah, I have. I've cursed it. Um, another team who are support, uh, um, showing off a new manager this weekend, Steve, Newcastle United, Eddie Howe, second or third choice, but seems to be happy to be there. Um, whether he is the man or not, I don't think he's the man long-term, but I think he, he'll do a good job for them for the next couple of seasons. Um, Brentford, almost a must-win for Newcastle, this, isn't it?
2: I think Newcastle will win. This weekend, uh, purely because I think Brentford's bubble's burst. I think uh, it's going to be um, a confidence uh, confidence game for them. But like I say, new manager coming in again. I can't see fireworks, but I can see Newcastle doing the job. It might only be 1-0, but I think Newcastle uh, will will beat them purely on Brentford's form at the moment.
1: And Brad, your thoughts? (laughs)
0: I This game for Brentford, I, I originally looked at it and thought this could be the game that Brentford needs to hold that slide because Newcastle are terrible. Um, I think Brentford fans are probably not going to go into this game as confident as they were probably a week or so ago because after losing to Leicester and Chelsea, you can take that. But they, they suffered a knockback in, in, in the result. Last week, didn't they? No, the week before. You know what I mean? No, oh, yeah, Saturday. yeah, yeah.
1: The week before the last Premier um,
0: game. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing: we've seen with Spurs that getting in your 97th choice doesn't really bode well for the squad morale. Um, I think Eddie Howe's massively up against it. Uh, and we've seen with Conte, doesn't matter who you really get in when it's crap on the pitch. Excuse my language. Um. Um, It doesn't change overnight. You've still got that. You know, the the effect has hit reality with Newcastle fans that until January, this team is what they're lumbered with. And sometimes it don't matter how good you are as a manager, if the players ain't up for it or they're just not good enough, you're going to be in that bad situation. And I think Brentford will... Actually, scrape a draw out of this. I'm going for a draw between Newcastle and Brentford. I don't think it'll be works like Steve said, and I just don't see either team winning it. I think it'll be a survive against the wall. Brentford maybe get an early goal and then try and shut it out, and Newcastle get a late draw, but I just can't no. see him winning it. You know my opinions on his appointment for Newcastle as well, don't you, Chris? So, yeah,
1: yeah, and I. I, I... We haven't seen that normal new manager bounce with with clubs this season, like you mentioned Conte before. Um, and you made a very good point: if it if it if it's poo on the pitch, it's poo on the pitch. Um, that said, it's at Newcastle. The fans seem really happy with Eddie Howe, and I think as I say, he's he's a two year manager because I think in two years Newcastle will then, when they've steadied the ship, got some stability um, oh. in the Premier League they'll be looking to move on. And then I think they'll be looking to 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 bring a big name in. The problem is that, you know, it, it's mm-hmm. Eddie knows he wasn't the first choice. And and it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a bit of naivety on the new owner's side. They must have been you know reasonably confident to get an emery and and you know you you, you can come out with these things too soon. But Brentford yeah. Brentford have kind of they've disappointed me because I did say they were going to be the best team are, that was going to of the three that's come up, but they have lost four on the trot. I mean, they beat West Ham, which is no mean feat this season, because I think you know they they've got a good chance of being top four. Um, but then they, again, they lost to Chelsea, but you could argue they maybe deserved a point. Same against us, um, Burnley beat them, and you know you kind of thinking, well, come on, you know if Burnley are beating you. This season, no disrespect to, but well, yeah, you know, Burnley are down there. And then Norwich. So they've been beaten in the last two games by the bottom two. And of course, the thing is, if Newcastle beat them, that's three out the bottom three that will all have beaten them. But it isn't Newcastle, and it is a new manager, and they're going to have however many thousand Geordies. Blowing that ball into the net uh, at the other end, uh, and I've got to go with Steve here and go for the Newcastle win, um, purely because, like you say, Steve, Brentford are on 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 a dangerous slide at the moment, and I think I think they'll be wishing. I don't know. Would you would you say if you were in in Brentford's position with the run you've had, although they're down there, Newcastle are probably not the team that you want to uh, be facing.
2: No, you, you, you wouldn't want to face Newcastle uh, at the moment uh, because purely on the form that you're playing, you'd want to be playing against the one of the top four, top five teams because I can't see them getting motivated for Newcastle, which might be a disrespect for Brentford, but I can't see him boarding Newcastle, if that makes sense. Yes.
0: Um,
2: yes. So purely on that reason, I think Newcastle... You know, are going to win probably because they got the new manager. You'll see them playing a different style. I think. Mm. Um, I think it was a bit. I'd, I'd,
0: I just, I just still stand by the basis that that it's still dross on the pitch. We've seen that with Conte, and I just don't think he excites Newcastle fans as much as they actually think. I think they just there was a lot of negativity at the first thing, and I think maybe that realization of oh. Yeah, we sacked Steve Bruce and they had three, what, three games, was it, without him? And they didn't get anything. That, that I know there was people say, oh, caretaker manager, but at the end of the day, that was still 11 players going out on the pitch. So, sometimes it's just not that simple. I, I I think Newcastle fans have maybe started to come around more for the fact that it's, oh, yeah, 18-month contract. He's definitely here to stabilise and do a Bournemouth. But you've got to remember... We're talking about a man whose transfer activity means spending 20 million on Dominic Solanke. Before Joe Linton was bad, just be careful with his expenditure. These owners need to not trust him with too much money in the transfer window because he's not that bright at times. Unless it's from his back staff, some of his signings have been shocking. Let's remember that as well. That's such...
2: You got to take into account now. I know you know they've gone into the realms of the, the richest club in the uh, in the world and that, but you know you got. I think you will struggle by getting individual players in like Ronaldo going back to Man United. Mm. You know you got the same thing there. I don't think one player, two player, three big stars are going to change their Newcastle play. I think it's more five or six team players that are not with so much high profile mm. that will make Newcastle. Play a lot better than buying and spending big on so-called names, and I think that's where some of the clubs have gone down the route, and 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 they've suffered that way.
1: Yeah, Anthony, welcome along, mate. How are you? You've gone for a, a Chelsea win, uh, even as an Arsenal fan. A couple of us here probably wouldn't argue with you on that one. Um, This is Leicester till I die, and we're going to be right back. But I'm just going to let you know where you can watch and listen to (laughs) it.
2: Listen on your favorite podcast platform, or ask your
0: smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die." Subscribe,
2: like, follow, and join in now.
1: Is it working at your end? Is it isn't working at my end at
0: all? <laughs> Yeah, he played my end, mate. That came up on my screen. Uh, Okay, so uh, we're up to the next
1: game, which is Norwich against Southampton, and yet another new manager making his debut, and like the other two, Steve, at home. Let's be having him, eh?
2: Yeah, um, to be fair, I don't think the new manager is going to do anything different to um, the way Norwich are at the moment Um, he wasn't having much success at the Villa and I can't see with the players that he's got in the squad there how he can change it to you know, kick Mm -hmm. off with fireworks but they're a team that try and play all the time Norwich and I think purely on this one, I think he'll be a draw this one
1: Okay, so you are going on for a draw uh, it was a quick appointment, Brad, wasn't it? Have they have Norwich rushed into this?
0: You get tired of being a yo-yo club, don't you? West Brom kind of made a meme out of it. Fair play, but no one's no one, and this is factual, nobody has been worse than Norwich are doing it. They've set they've set a record the last time and they're gonna to add to it this season. But there's potential you know, light at the end of the tunnel, you know. Jack Grealish aside, and he came on through the development of playing under Dean Smith, and there's an argument that's saying that Campwell's head is elsewhere and, and that's Norwich's starlet youngster they've got, uh, along with a, a few other names um, that are just evading me. And we've we've seen it, you know, a lot of people went, Oh Villa can't be a one man team, they'll they'll go straight back down, but you know. Relying on Jack Grealish as much as they may have been, whatever stats show up that year, he managed a a team um, of players that probably didn't think they'd get the chance to play in the Premier League. There's probably a few of them players that that dare dream that they'd make the Premier League. And that's no disrespect to them what they do on the picture of talent, but they probably never thought they'd see themselves getting selected like they were. and, and, And then, especially given the circumstances of their first season, and I, I like him as a manager. I genuinely do. I know he's managed filler and it, it pains me a bit to say it, but I do like him as a manager. I, I don't think he's going to correct anything overnight, I, I, but I do think he's going to find a way to stabilise Norwich. And I do think they'll get off with a bit of a bank, but I do agree with Steve. I've got a high scoring draw. Does anyone notice to keep looking down? It's, I haven't done the long ball yet, so I've made my predictions for scores there. So I'm referring to that to make sure I'm Sticking to them, so yeah, I've got, <laughs> I've got a draw. I, I think this will be something good out of Norwich. It'll be Doug's a has
1: gone, but... gone for a 2 0 Southampton win, and and Doug, Yes, when did uh, when did Steve start with a D? In my world, mate, in my world, it uh, it is tonight. It, it was B for a while earlier. <laughs> I had to put the wrong one in altogether. Look, you know, I'm, I'm I'm useless at this. I never I never profound to be professional. But look on this game, um, I, I think it was a panic a panic um, appointment. I think they got egg on the face Norwich because I think they'd made the decision um, before last week's match uh, against Brentford that they were going to get rid of uh, Farkin. And but he'd he done, I in my opinion. It was another one of those West uh, West Brom type sackings from the other season. What else could he have done with what he's being given? Um, you know, it's not like they've gone out and made any huge signings. Uh, they've, you know, they, they're losing the odd player every season. I don't know what more the guy could have done. And I think to go and say, "Right, we're going to sack him after this weekend," that kind of maybe sums up where Norwich are in their own minds and the fact that they think they're going to lose the game before they even played it. They then went out and won. And I think they sort of went, oh, shit, we've still got to go ahead with this now, though. Everything's in place. Who do we get in? Oh, you know, Dean's, you know, he's he's kept um, Villa up that season, didn't have a bad run, got them to a cup. I think it was a bit of a rush job, to be honest with you. And Southampton, they've only lost once in uh, the last five. And in fairness, that was to Chelsea. Uh, So, you know, you can't really hold that against them. They beat Leeds. They drew with Burnley. um, They beat Watford. And they beat the aforementioned Aston Villa. And I think they're going on a bit of a good run. They're they're one place behind us and one point behind us in 13th. I'm going for a Southampton away win. And I think they're on a a bit of a run. Now then, we have got... um, Mr. Ranieri up against um, a certain little bus driver. See if this one works. The wheels on the bus go round and round, round and round, round
2: and round. The wheels on the bus go round and round, all
0: through the town.
1: Ollie, you need some driving lessons, I feel. Steve, <laughs> uh. The, the 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 old the old timer in Claudio, um, he's taking on a bit of a poison chalice here. Can he get anything at home to um, to to Ollie's uh, Manchester United?
2: I think it will, to be honest. I've got I've got this feeling. Um, I watched uh, the reaction with Cristiano Ronaldo in Winrich, uh when he was throwing a, his bottle out the pram with Portugal, and I think it's going to cause a lot of frustration. And I think that more the game goes on and Man United haven't scored, I think uh, Watford will come out on top.
1: Right, so you are going for a Watford win. Um, you know, normally I look at some of your predictions, Steve, and wonder about it, but after last week, I'm thinking, hmm, should I be copying you? <laughs> Brad, wheels on the bus, are they coming off?
0: No, I'm not falling for it. I did it, we, we we did it with Burnley, I missed the bus, figuratively, and literally in this case. Got fooled, <laughs> Fool me once, shame on me, Fool me twice, shame on you. Now, this is, Ollie does this every year as well, doesn't he? He has a good run of results, fans don't really talk about him, they go on a bad run, he's out of a job, 16 managers are taking over, and then all of a sudden, they get a nice big win, or a shock win against a hard opposition, and all of a sudden, everybody's sunshine and roses again at Manchester United it's coming like this. All needs this more than, uh, than, than Ranieri does because, let face it, doesn't matter who or what result he gets at Watford. They could just get bored and sack him. They could go, I oh, do I waste half of three million today?" We could sack a manager again. Yeah. Let's do it. We've seen that with Watford. It doesn't matter their results. And this is where I think Manchester United get a big result because Ronaldo just won't stand for, in, in, to the greatest respect, that arrogance on the pitch will not stand. Them labouring to a scruffy draw or losing to Watford, he, I, I can see him having a bigger impact on this game. So yeah, man, new for me, mate. I
1: have to say, um, let me just put you in there, Brad. Get right with the I um, I haven't agreed with you much this this week, have I? And am I going to for this game? Watford won one in five. Um, and that was that surprise win against Everton. I mean, you know, it was a draw up until about the last two minutes. But they got the win. They've lost four others. Ranieri, I think, was the wrong manager for them. I obviously love the guy to bits. But, you know, Watford, did anybody at Watford sit down when they were thinking about taking Claudio on? And like I say, I love him to bits and think, oh, did he, how did he do when he went to try and keep Fulham up? <laughs> He's not the sort of manager that can go in And to keep a team up, I don't think. I think he goes into a team, takes over a a reasonably good team and makes them better for a couple of seasons. And then that's it. He ends up getting sacked and moving on and doing the same thing somewhere else. So he's the wrong manager for Watford. Like you said, Brad, Watford are just going to um, get bored with him and, and probably sack him. Man United, yeah, they've only won one in five. That was against Tottenham. Um they lost obviously to Man City and and well they it was I don't know why they turned up to be honest with you for that. They got stuffed by Liverpool, but I can't see Man United, like you say, going another game, and, and I don't think Ronaldo will, will, will let them. Um there's all the talk now, it's gone from Brendan to, on, to Zidane, is going to be taken over, but I think this is going to be a Man United win purely because. I think just Watford are just that bad and they haven't got the right manager in there. And that'll probably yeah. get me a lot
2: of hate. Are <laughs> Man United you know, going to be hungry? You know, they've had a week off. Uh, some of the players are coming back. A lot of the players, which you get the feel about, don't want Ollie as manager. So are they hungry enough to wipe out Watford or are they just going to turn up and, you know?
1: But when you look at what's on paper there, it's a good point that Steve, but I think when you look at what's on paper, they shouldn't need I mean they should be able to turn up with that team and do to Watford what Man City did to them. And that's like say a dog with a with a squeaky toy and just just play with them. Now we know necessarily they won't do because you know they haven't got you know the leadership or, or the coaching staff, but they shouldn't be losing games like this, should they, Brad?
0: No, they, they really shouldn't. And I think, Steve, yeah, you definitely make some really good points there. And, you know, they always say, don't they, the infamous saying is there's no smoke without fire. My thing is, if you're a manager, and you, to pinch an infamous saying that Chris likes to use a bit, from from the outside looking in, you know, you you, you might be as a Dan, and hearing your name linked with this job. Maybe a Brandon Rogers who's linked with every team in the Premier League. And you might see this going on, and you might see how this talk and whispers going around, and people sending you a message saying, Oh, yeah, or a player going, Oh, I speak to so and so on their team, and they're saying this about Ollie. Whether they're or not, don't matter, we know people are privatized, don't give a stuff what they think, but we know it also goes on. Football are footballers footballs, and they're the mates with other clubs. It's not the same sort of game it used to be in that respect and it's just I just can't see how if a manager like that is thinking of coming in and these players are hearing these rumours whether they like to admit it or not or come out and say they're hearing it or not if they don't come out and perform against Watford and get beat and they down tools and you're a manager like Zan goes so what happens if after six months they don't like my regime the way I run thing are they going to do that to me I don't want to do that to my career. I'm not doing too bad here at Real Madrid. I think there's players out there, and not just Ronaldo, he's just an obvious one, that have too much in themselves to go, I'm not, I'd rather win and watch him get replaced and lose on purpose to get someone on the sack. You know,
2: well, I, well, I just think
0: they've got too much hey, let's not forget those rumors well, were going round about Leicester yeah. So
2: yeah. you, It makes you think, why did he go home to see his family? Has he gone, has he gone home to say, oh, I've had an enough open... and... You know, they're not playing for me. Is you going to tell them? Yeah, yeah. You you look at things like that, and you you think about it. Should he have stayed on the training ground, trying to think of better ways getting the players and the team to play, handling the big names? Because I don't think he can handle the big names. Mm -hmm. You look at Pogba when he got sent off. He got sent off. He walked off the pitch with a smirk on his face,
0: and you think to yourself, I mean. I mean, there is one thing that Ollie could do that would maybe shock people and I just cannot see it doing because we know he is all about Manchester United and just see he's like a puppy with his big eyes every time he's talking about them, even when they don't play well. He's there with a smile on his face and big wide eyes. But imagine if he came out and just went... Say they win against Watford and they win really well and they play really well. And Ollie sat there going, that's not what I told them to play. And they've done it. You know what I mean? Like, because you sometimes see teams get together and a few players that don't like the manager. We hear all these stories that are apparently about the coaches and what they think of the level of it. And they go out and play away and win, but nobody actually knows that's not what Ollie told them to do. It's what they decide to do on their own. If Ollie turned around and went, yeah, we won the game. But I know exactly what's going on with this club now. I've seen it with my own eyes. Um, so I'd like to resign. I announced my friend. He's never going you know, to resign, with... though, because he's never going to get a nice. You know, I mean, that, that, would, that would be yeah. the way that would tell you if if he wasn't any connection to Manchester United and did that, I reckon he could do it. Just Two things that, that I,
1: I would say about this game is A, last hand was an international break. Look how they played when they came back, because that was when they played us. Uh, Slight like Steve said, you know, he has gone away um, to to, to um, uh, have a have a break during the international break. Obviously, maybe you know the players did as well. Maybe that's what they need. You know, sometimes that you know we've said about how many games they have played. Yes, I don't think he can necessarily handle the big names, but I also think. Well, you know, we, we we say we've said this about Ollie for the last few seasons, and yet, you know, he got them to second one year, he got them to fourth one year. He kind of, you know, doesn't quite make it. But yeah, I just, yeah, I I, I think he'll be there till the end of the season. I, I honestly do because uh, I, whoever I think they go for won't get rid of him until. Uh, or won't want to come in until they finish their season, possibly. But um, well, we shall see. It will be an interesting one. And I and I, and as I say, I'm just thinking, does Steve know something? I don't, and <laughs> do I swap it to a Watford win? But I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with uh with, with Man United. Um Wolves versus West Ham, Steve, the battle of the W's. Um West Ham, I was on I was on a show, and if you go onto the uh, onto the channel Leicester till I die TV on YouTube, I've uploaded it. We were comparing the current West Ham squad with the Leicester squad of 2015-16 when obviously we won the league. Um we were comparing it in a way as you know, West Ham are the surprise package, or maybe not a surprise package this season. I don't know if they can actually win it, but I I would I think they can possibly get top four with the way Man United have played. And I, I hope they do, because I like to see teams like that do well. Are they going to start it off with, with a win uh, away at Wolves, though, Steve?
2: I think they will. I think, you know, you go back to comparing when Leicester won the, uh, the uh, you know, the Championship, well, the, the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Leicester won the Premier League because they played the same way week in, week out with everybody for it. And I think that's exactly what West Ham are doing at the moment. They're not changing the style of play. They're not changing uh, to suit the opposition. They're just going out and playing as they are, West Ham. And they're on the same kind of run that Leicester was on. And you're going to know what West Ham are doing, but it's how to stop West Ham because they're in such a good flow. And because Mm -hmm. everybody's firing all on, you know, the top cylinders, I think it's going to be the same season for West Ham that it was for, for Leicester. I can't see him winning it though, but I can see them doing really well. And I can yeah. see him playing the same way every week, which is refreshing. I really like West Ham this year.
1: I do. And I've got to be honest, like I say, anybody that can go in and break that so-called, you know, ESL six up would be, you know, for me, they get my vote every time. And, you know, I've nothing particularly against West Ham. Their owners, you know, a, a Nobody particularly likes the owners, but they were really good after obviously the tragedy with the uh, without with with VH. But I, I just think they are playing really well. Four four out of the last five wins. Brad, um, they, they lost to Brentford, which was obviously a surprise in that, but they went on to beat Everton, uh, beat Tottenham, beat Villa, and uh, obviously the last you know the late winner against Liverpool and Wolves. Surprising me, I didn't think they'd be doing this well with the new manager. But they've won three of the last five themselves, so it might be quite close.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, he took a couple of games to settle, probably about four or five games. But it seems that Mister Large or however you say his name is um, getting walls ticking again. Um, I can't remember what nationality is, so I don't want to do him um, a disservice. But when we was building. That um, that that eleven that we built on the show, Chris. I mentioned mm. him from Wolves. The, I think he's Korean. I don't want to be wrong. Um, Wang, his name is. I think it is. he's got a name. Something. Like that. Someone will tell me in Careful. the comments if it is.
2: Careful. Yeah, he,
0: he seems he seems to be a very good investment from their from their perspective of things. Um, but. West Ham are very similar to, to, to Leicester of that season and they've just got to be able to do what Leicester were able to avoid uh, and that is get a big injury okay. because they have the same problem that Leicester were preying on not happening and that was the squad debt. West Ham fans will tell you and I agree with them, they've probably got a very good, wholesome group of players like Leicester, not just the 11 but maybe three or four on the bench but you just know Relying on, say, one of them bench players for saying an Antonio for five, six, nine weeks, something like that, that's detrimental to West Ham's season, hands down. If them or a Suchek gets injured, because they've got more than just one now, West Ham, which is great to see, but they've also got, you know, it was a Vardy or a Drinkwater, wasn't it? And our season went in Titan and Cante obviously, and Mares. If one of them got injured, it would have greatly to change the aspects of our season, I really do feel if they're out for a, a long period. I know we coped with Vardy for a bit in that, but it, that was, that was what, three, four games at most? Mm. It, you know, a long, long period could just, could do them. But the form they're in, I they can't look past the, a West Ham when they're on fire at the moment. And it, mm-hmm. They are, everything they touch turns to gold pretty much at the moment. So whilst Wolves are doing well, um, I do think West Ham are going to come out of this one with 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 three points.
1: Sorry, Steve, I didn't make a note of which way you went at the end. Sorry,
2: West Ham, mate.
1: You went for West Ham. Yeah. Um, I'm almost tempted um, to maybe go for Wolves just to be different to you two. Because I need to I need to grab some points to catch you up. Um, the, 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 the West Ham fans said at the start of the season. A lot of their season would depend, as Brad just touched on their injuries, and especially to Antonio. Um, If he gets injured, they haven't got the huge squad like Leicester did. They are in Europe, which Leicester weren't. But they're on such a run at the moment. They're doing well in Europe. They're virtually through the group, um, if not... I know. I think they. I think they are. They're not quite through yet, but um, they're doing well in Europe. They've got a good, easy group, but that, you've got to you've got to beat them though. They're doing well in the league. Um, but Wolves are surprising me. Like I say, you know, they did lose last time out, Wolves to Crystal Palace, um, but they did beat Everton. They drew with Leaves. Leaves. <laughs> Le- Leeds as well. They they, they drew it, both of them. Probably playing two teams. That's why they didn't win. But, uh, they beat Villa and uh, they beat Newcastle. I am going to be different to you two because uh, I'm actually going to go for a draw because it's out, It's at Molyneux and Wolves. I say have been surprising and um, I, yeah. I think I think they're going to to hold West Ham and, and, and get a point there. Oh Steve, is it worth me even coming to you for this game? No.
2: <laughs> uh, Liverpool all the way.
1: I'm going, say, I'm going to say, I'm just going to put you in, you, you in there, Steve. Uh, let's just we'll take that as a given. We'll take yeah, that. And anybody who watches last week's will will know why. I don't know. Have I? Let me just see if I've still got. No, I haven't got uh, your quote. Now I've taken it down. <laughs> but um, but no, yeah, let's. Okay. Uh,
2: Liverpool are too strong for him. Um, yeah, you know I think uh, Arsenal are trying to play the Man City way. Uh, if you look at the uh, the two managers on on the sideline, I think that I think he's trying to become, you know, something he's not. And mm. I just I just don't like the arrogance of the Arsenal. You know, the, even the players on the pitch. So uh, yeah, Liverpool all the way.
1: I must admit, I, I there is an arrogance about the Arsenal fans as well, and I think that came to light when you know with the Madison affair at the start of the uh, at the start of the season. When you know, I mean, had the bad season that they had, all the Arsenal fans still thought that Madison would walk barefoot over broken glass to um, to go there, uh, but. You know, that that, that I say to me, that's the arrogance of them. But um, Brad, do you see uh, Arsenal continuing the process or do you see Liverpool knocking them back down a peg or two?
0: You know what, it only feels like five minutes ago, we were talking about another team that had probably a smaller section, but still a section of fans that changed their mind about the manager more times than the bloody weather in Britain. Um, Because guess what? All them ones that are waiting, just waiting to bite and say, Ollie out, uh, out. that's how similar they are. Arteta out and not to trust mm-hmm. the process again. Uh, it happens because Liverpool are rampant. They're doing well on all formats of the competition. Um, they're looking really good. Um, they'll probably not really be too bothered, but they'll be looking for the likes of Chelsea and Man City to slip up again. And get themselves right in there with with another title opportunity. Um, because obviously questions were asked. The Van Dyke excuse, as I call it, last season, needs to be proved. Um, I've said that about Liverpool. I don't think they will win the league, but I think they have to do really well to prove that they how key Van Dyke is to them in a weird way. And I just don't and this is where it collapses, and all of a sudden Arteta's process getting the bin again. Some Arsenal fans, um, so yeah, Liverpool, mate,
1: you're going for Liverpool as well. Um, let me just put you in there. Um, stick a B, there we go. Um, yeah, I, I, I I can't see anything other than that to be honest with you. Uh, Anthony, um, being an Arsenal fan, he's gone for a 2 2. Um, Scott, Scott thinks it's going to be an Arsenal uh, win. Um, I just I, I can't. I've got to, I've got to, I've got to make the full house. To be honest with you, I can't see anything other than a, a a Liverpool win. And to be totally honest with you, I'm a bit like you on this one, Steve. I didn't used to. I used to quite like Arsenal when Wenger was in charge, and he first went there. I thought they were a joy to watch. It was nice to watch. You know, when they weren't playing left, it was nice to watch football. But I just don't like so the not all the fans, because some of the fans are decent. Sorry, Anthony, but a lot of the fans they did annoy me with their pre-season uh arrogance and, and I'd love Liverpool to 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 do it over them. So I'm with you on that one, Steve. Um, and that's it for the Saturday. Uh, that's live on Sky Sports, Liverpool, Arsenal. So it's the late kickoff on, on the Saturday. And we will be back very, very quickly. And uh, we'll be talking about uh, the Sunday games. But this is what's coming up Friday night with <laughs> Craig's joining me on seven o'clock on Friday to do the preview show of Leicester versus Chelsea and Craig will be doing his um Joint Eleven. A combined 11. I don't do those because, as anybody who watched the West the uh, the West Ham show the other day, I, I just picked 11 Leicester players. And that's, that's the loyalty in me. But 7 o'clock on Friday, myself and Craig, and we are doing the uh, prediction show, as I say. Um, Steve, first uh, game on the Sunday, Man City who uh, are sitting there in second. They've only lost one in five, which was, as I say, the Crystal Palace result, which was a bit of a surprise. Uh, They walked against Man United last week, uh, well, last game, and, you know, the billion-pound man didn't even get on the pitch. Um, Can you see anything other than a Man City win here against an Everton side?
2: No. uh, On this one, purely, I think it's the size of the pitch. I think... uh, Everton, you know, they, they, they're they pitching not so big. They play compact in there and they they can move forward in their little groups. But I think the spaces will be too big for them at Man City. And I think that'll suit Man City passing in between their players. I think they'll sit and I can't see them breaking up there again because the size of the pitch and causing Man City any problems.
1: Mm. Good evening, Terry. He's just a little bit behind us. He's saying he hopes Liverpool... Uh, win Aston Villa at uh, Aston Villa Arsenal uh, fan piece <laughs> so boring lately um, Brad do you want to um, just good again
0: they normally do don't they it's not going as well as maybe Rafa was hoping again another appointment that a lot of section of fans aren't too thrilled about a lot of them more just because he managed Liverpool pure and simply it's got nothing to do With him as a person or his managerial credentials, it's just the fact that he managed Liverpool. But each to their own, that's how fans want to be. It's passion, I get it. Um, But yeah, I I feel this might be a bit of a stinker for him. Uh, I think Manchester United get back to winning ways and comfortably. So Man City are going to win this for me.
1: Okay, let's put you in there with your B, and I'll straight away add my C in because I can't see it happening either. And and all those uh, all those well, not all those there was only a few Leicester fans who say, well, we should have kept hold of DeMari Gray. Yeah, why? Yeah, <laughs> he, uh, he had a couple I of good bigger,
0: games.
1: Yeah, yeah, he had a couple of good games. Which let's face, it, he did for Leicester, and then then he was DeMari Gray again. Uh, Dogs going uh, City three nil. Quite emphatic for him there, and we've got uh the last game on the Sunday again, which is on Sky Sports. and I can guess, well, let's just play this, shall we, Steve? I found it.
2: Uh, to be fair, your next two fixtures, um, I'm pueling a goal for the two teams because I cannot stand Arsenal and I cannot stand, <laughs> and I cannot stand Tottenham, so but.
1: I love it, Steve. Absolutely. As Kevin Keegan said, I love it. I love it. Um, Leeds, Tottenham. Uh, Conte's in at Tottenham, not had the best of starts. Um, Maybe he's realizing it's not the job that he thought it was. And, you know, which Harry Kane's going to turn up, the one that, you know, scored four because there was a, there was a, um, a target that he could go for or, or sort of the Harry Kane that we've been seeing
2: on and off all season? You'll see tomorrow, you'll see Harry Kane walking around the pitch. You won't mm-hmm. see Harry Kane busting a gut to get in there and doing whatever. Harry Kane will play for Tottenham like he, like he does every week. Um, I wouldn't like to play Leeds because Leeds are organised and Leeds do break, um, you know, as as a, as a team. And I think purely of that and the way Tottenham are, I think, um, and I hope, that Leeds will win. And I think they'll win
1: 2-0. Right. So, um, again, I'm not going to I'm gonna not argue, Steve. I'm not totally um, <laughs> surprised you've gone for that. Uh, Brad, how do you see this going? I mean, Tottenham, they're actually sat in ninth nice at the moment. Um, I mean, they were top. After a couple of weeks, but you know, they lost to West Ham and United Um quite Man United quite easily. They got a draw, nil nil boring draw with Everton last time out. Leeds slowly turning it round. Watford win, Southampton loss, Wolves draw, uh Norwich win, and obviously the draw against us last week, but they proved last week, you know, they're not um yeah, you know, they're not. They're not going to be anybody sort of walkovers this season again.
0: No, they're, they're not. But I can tell you this for nothing from what I've seen of Conte as a manager. If Harry Kane, after the week he's had in international football and the few weeks that he's had to work with Conte, or maybe a week in a bit, given he was away obviously for the internationals, um, but if he struts around that pitch and plays the way he's been playing, then I'm telling you this now, he won't wear a Spurs shirt for long. He'll be gone in January with Conte there. Because let's face it, Conte has had had Daniel Levy over a barrel when they came back in for him. When he done knew, he didn't do right. Because I can't swear, and I won't swear um, more than what I already have earlier. Um, But I think he gets the effect. I think he gets it right. I can't see Harry Kane wanted to mess this up too much because he knows Conte will not be afraid to put him on the bench. He'll do it with an ego. He'll do it with a grouch. He'll put him on the bench. He, 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 just, he can't not turn up. Harry Kane will now get it. He's got his wish. He's got an half-decent manager. But we're talking about a club, mate, that if you look at it on the principle, fans may be a turn against him at this point. But they essentially sacked Jose. Let's face it, they were given the excuse by the ESL to sack him because he decided, I don't want to manage a side that wants to be a part, something like that. They mess around Conte to then grovel and get him back. And they give a burnt-out burnt squad, an absolute burnt-out manager who spent every ounce of energy to get them to the Champions League final and lose it no money, and then wondering why they kept burning out and had a terrible start to the season originally. That's where the biggest problem is with Spurs. And I just I just feel that this has to go for Spurs. Otherwise they're just going to stay on this, rinse and repeat, and they'll become known as what for 2.0, with how they get rid of managers. So, I don't know, I like Steve's psychological game he plays by going for the underdogs i like it because it's working in his favor (laughs) so i'm trying it by going for my underdog and saying that spurs are going to win this game
1: oh brad 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 um do you know what i think you you make you make you summed it up for me perfectly then brad that conte has got spurs over a barrel um I think Levy is being pushed out a little bit because I don't know, I can't think of his name, but they've got this director of football in. And I think he was the one that went and said, we're, we're getting rid of Nuno. We know Nuno was the wrong manager. Uh, he was the wrong manager from the start. And I don't think the players had had respect for him. Um, and, you know, I just... Uh, I, I, he wasn't the manager that could go in. And, you know, we said earlier that, you know, that if, if if you poo on the pitch, it doesn't matter who the manager is. But, you know, with that squad, they shouldn't be poo on the pitch. They should be reasonably good and up there fighting for a top six place, uh, if not oh. top four yet. Conti's come in and, you know, he's gone to the new director of football and said, right, you want me now? This is what I want, you know. I'm doing you a favour by coming. You're not doing me a favour by offering me this job. Because, you know, managers get sacked these days and they don't have to work again. Nuno doesn't have to work again if he doesn't want to. So there's no rush to get back in. And I think he can basically rule the roost there. And like you said, he won't take any stick off, off Harry Kane. And... <sighs> I, I... I I think it's going to be a Spurs win, unfortunately, which is why I was going, Brad, 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 because I, I was hoping I wouldn't have to agree with you. But uh, <laughs> I am having to agree with you. I was tempted towards the draw, but I just think Conte, um, he won't take any prisoners as manager there. You know, he's been there, seen it, done it. Thank you, Doug. That is the um, uh, uh, director of football at Spurs. Um and I think I think you know he's making you know he's taking gonna take Daniel Levy out of the spotlight. And um I think he's telling Daniel Levy what to do as well now, uh, which is probably what Spurs needed in fairness. So I'm agreeing with you there. So let's just have a quick run through here. Leicester Chelsea, we couldn't agree on uh Brad sticking with his loyalty. Steve is probably being the honest one out of the three of us. <laughs> I'm just sort of getting the splinters in my bum. But we all, having said that, then agreed that Villa would uh, beat um, uh, Mr. Potter Albion. And Burnley, chose, uh, Crystal Palace, you two disagreed with me, or I disagreed with you two, whichever way you want to look at it. So that one could be interesting. Newcastle-Brentford, a bit of difference of opinion there. Uh, Norwich, will they get that draw? I don't think so I think Southampton will, will, will do them over. Steve then this is the big call and you know Steve are you sure you don't want to swap your choice of going for Watford there?
2: No 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 I'm happy with that and I think you'll be surprised on the uh, on Saturday with the uh, with the result.
1: Well I'm going to play this for you Steve and then you can come back and bite me next week if you get it wrong. Right. <laughs>
0: Apologise,
2: I'm continue. If that isn't new, I cannot I'm really, be serious. One for, for next week.
0: You, you, you know what, Steve? I suddenly really want Watford to win this game, just so you can throw it back <laughs> like at him, mate. Just that, because the amount of times a stick he gives all of us on air. He's really nice to the guests. So I really hope you win now. I don't care that I've gone Manchester United. I hope Watford
1: wins. <laughs> can, I just say, can I just say, I may be like giving everybody a bit of stick, but who's bottom of this league? Me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it from the moral high ground here, you know. Uh, I didn't have John
2: McInerney. I so didn't have well, John loaded up in time. Watford or Man United. Sorry, say that again. Who's going to be up for it the most? Watford or Man United? Well, if you follow my predictions, I'm hoping
0: Manchester United, mate. I'll be honest with you.
2: Because Man United will go out, Man United will go out onto the pitch with the same frame of mind they had every week. Because as a top six team, they go out there with the same cockiness as oh, we're going to win the game. Now your teams down the bottom and the teams that want to do it want to beat the teams like Manchester United. So, it was a thin line, Steve, day. is
1: the not between cockiness and confidence.
2: Yeah, you, you know, you look at Man United and Man United are not playing as a team. They're playing as individuals. And I think that will, will continue while Ollie's there because he can't put a system across for Man United players to play to because they they won't do it. Ronaldo won't do it. Pogba won't do it. Fernandes won't do it. So then you've got three or four other players in the team that give the ball to players when they shouldn't give them to him just because of the, the, the names they are, and they've lost all their continuity, if that makes sense. Mm, yeah, so to me, you know, I'd like to play against Manchester United every week because you've got to, you, <laughs> feel like, you feel like you've got a chance, you feel like so you've got would a I because it's the only team that we've really beaten well this season. I mean, <laughs> you know, you've got your teams like Chelsea, which you wouldn't want to face. Because of way they're playing, you wouldn't want to play West Ham every week, but you would want to play against Manchester United at the moment because you know you've got a chance against Manchester United.
1: Yes, that is true. You are are going to enjoy next week
2: if Watford win, aren't you? Oh, two right to one, mate. Two right.
1: Uh, I might not invite you on. Next. I might send you the wrong link next week. <laughs> I'll well,
2: you in my underpants.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, on that point, uh, Wolves West Ham. A bit of a difference of opinion there. You guys think that it's going to be a West Ham win. I'm going for the draw. But We all agreed that Liverpool. Even even Steve agreed on this one. Liverpool are going to be Arsenal, and Man City are going to be Everton. And then at the end, Steve thinks that Leeds are going to do a job on Tottenham. And Brad went against his hatred of Tottenham and thinks that they they are going to win. Guys, thank you so much as always for that. Steve, I hope you have a really bad week with your predictions because you've overtaken <laughs> me. <laughs> I, I need to try and do something to turn this round. Uh, but thank you so much for coming on. Glad to see you weren't stuck in the toilet again
2: this this week. Well, if I do bad this week, I'll be back in the toilet next week.
1: <laughs> Brilliant, mate. Brilliant. Take care and thanks very much, mate.
2: All the best. Yes. Good night, thank, thank you. you. Right. Yeah, Bye. All right.
1: Thanks to uh, thanks to Steve for that. There, great guy. Um, uh, I still I still think he's mad going for Watford, but there you go. he will he will show me up next week. I'm sure if so. yeah. I'm not if 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 I say that I've got a bad internet connection next week, Brad, you'll know why. Yeah, yeah. I'm
0: sure, I'm sure I won't let
1: you forget it, mate. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant, mate. And um, all the best. Thanks very much, and I will see you Saturday night. Well, well Saturday yeah.
0: afternoon. Yes, yes. Saturday afternoon. It's really not quite weird, Saturday afternoon's
1: all right for fighting.
0: Yeah, That's we'll we'll, we'll be. It's gonna be. A, it's gonna be a weird one. I don't. I'm not. Half twelve doesn't really work for the on 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 a Saturday, does it really? No. Um. Not at all. A because Leicester don't like playing, and, and he, he kind of buggers us up for uh, like probably like a half three start when the three o'clocks kicked off.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: So that'd uh, be an interesting one. At least we give you some live score updates. Eh? See, we can be up like, back to the day. That's it. See thinking. Thinking there, we've got a final score, but with no red button to press tune into us. We just appear on your screens with a notification.
1: <laughs>
0: anyway, mate, all the
1: best. Have a good uh, have a good next couple of days. And um if you've got any more quizzes coming up, good luck with those. And I will Cheers, see guys. you say I think I've got a i have got I think it'll be about three o'clock on Saturday afternoon, hopefully. Take care, but yeah, Have no, a good no, one.
0: Mate. And you, mate, see you later.
1: Cheers now. Bye bye. Thanks to uh, oh, thanks to Brad there. And again, my button's not working. I'm having problems with my buttons. I'm you, I tell don't know, it's my age. <laughs> I'm buttonless today, but thanks very much, guys. Um, that was the prediction show and um, a quick round up straight
0: after. Hello, this- Matt Elliott here.
1: Thanks to Dan. <laughs> I like that. Thanks to Dan for doing that for me, uh, Dan the man. Um, yeah, so we're going to be back, like I say, on Thursday with the preview show looking at Chelsea. We're back on uh, Nippon's channel uh, tomorrow night, I think, 9 o'clock, me and Brad uh, doing a preview on his, on his show. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining in as much as anything. Um, don't forget that if you want to watch us back, it is Leicester Till I Die TV. Uh, On YouTube, if you liked it, give the show a thumbs up, please. It all helps. And uh, if you haven't already and you've enjoyed it, please consider subscribing because that definitely does help the the, the channel out. And if you want to listen to us rather than watch us, don't blame you. Podcast form. We don't go out live on podcast, but we do um, put it up about 10 minutes after the end of the show, and you can find us under Leslie Till I Die on Apple, Spotify, Google, Podcast Addict, Anchor, and your favorite podcast platform. And that is where we are. Thanks very much, Anthony. Um, Nice to see you along there. Thanks very much, Jordan. Thanks for coming in in just as we're leaving. Uh, Thanks for popping on, mate. (laughs) I appreciate it. Uh Jeff, many thanks, Chris, Brad and Steve. Great show and agree with Steve on the Watford win. You just want the laugh as well, don't you? I know, I know what you're doing to me. I know what you're trying to get there, Jeff. All right, Jeff. Look, I tell you what, I'll give you one of these as well, Jeff. You deserve it. <laughs>
0: apologize,
1: I'm continue <laughs> all the way, Jeff, all the way to the Philippines there, uh with that one, and I'm afraid yes you you did deserve it, you did deserve it, anyway, guys. Um, have a, well, it's quarter past ten Who knew I'm going to turn into a pumpkin soon But thanks very much I would say to everybody For joining in, really really appreciate it And that's I say, where you can find us And listen to us And I will see you 7 o'clock on Friday Stay safe, thanks a lot guys Goodbye now Hello, Matt Elliott here Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube And follow all their social media platforms for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time.
0: So, people are on the pitch. They think it's
2: all over. It is battle. Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? Participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win.